<laughs> Did I scare you? Listening to the podcast that answers the only question that matters in horror film: Did I scare you? I am your host, Jake Albrecht. And I am his co-host and America's littlest brother, Vin. How you doing today, Vin? <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm pretty cold. It's finally started to feel like winter because the first snowfall has struck us. Don't date the episode, Vin. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I want to go back and be like, when was the first snowfall in these episodes? <laughs> <laughs> that's for us to know and them to always wonder <laughs> Dave did you like playing in snow as a child yeah yeah I, I found myself outside a lot during the winters we were making like forts because we lived on the dead end and you know they would pile that snow up to those like almost like towers so we used to like make tunnels and shit yeah it was a good time I felt like Getting dressed for winter was a real ordeal because you had to get, like, the snow pants, you had the hat, you had the glove, you're always missing one, so, like, it's an extra 10 minutes trying to find them. Now I'd go outside, I'd play for, like, 45 minutes, now I'd get cold, and I'd come inside, and then later my friends would be like, do you want to sled again? And I would look at, like, my cold, wet stuff, which I didn't put on the radiator, <laughs> and I'd be like, no, I'm good forever. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I constantly was outside on, like, heavy rotation, so much so that snow blindness was fucking real when you'd step inside, and you're like, everything is green, I can't see. Yeah, no, I was more discerning on when I would or wouldn't go outside, just in general, because sometimes my friends would come, and they'd be like, do you want to play? And I'd be like, no. No, I'm good right now. <laughs> Just, and they would leave, and our mom would be like, "You can't, you can't say no because then they might not come again." And I'd be like, "No, they'll come again." <laughs> and they did. <laughs> but you see, I didn't want to go play right now. I just want to go like read or whatever. <laughs> I always like try to find an excuse to either go outside play with my friends or try to sneak my way into our room and play the Super Nintendo when you weren't looking. Yeah, that seems about fair. <laughs> All right, for those of you who haven't listened before, this is not always the podcast where we two brothers reminisce about a childhood long since dead. This is the podcast where we two brothers switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one. Vinny, you selected the movie this week. What is the name of the movie you selected? I have selected for all of us, unfortunately, <laughs> the sequel to The Babysitter. This is The Babysitter. Killer Queen. Yeah. <laughs> How sure were you that they were going to work that song in there, Vin? <laughs> well, it's Netflix, so I know that they got a fuck ton of money just to waste on stuff, so I knew eventually it would come up. <laughs> and it came up in probably the dumbest fashion. <laughs> I would say based on how much this movie was green screened and how often people were clearly not shooting scenes together, most of this budget went to the uh, music in it. That Yeah, absolutely. It's like they had like a bunch of extra money on the side. They're like, what do we do with it? They're like, let's get a slamming soundtrack. They're like, shoot somewhere live. And they're like, absolutely not. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to, like, the Red Sea and film out there or something. Dave, why did you select the babysitter killer queen? Well, I was running on a high with the first one because it had been a long time since I've seen the babysitter. And if you go back and listen to that episode, I uh, enjoyed the movie very much. And I was like, oh, this is pretty great. And then, excuse me, I did not realize that they actually had made a sequel to said movie. And what are the chances that we're actually going to circle back and pick this sequel? Definitely not Big Brother. (laughs) So I felt like the need to do it. Whether or not that is a uh, a huge misstep on my part, you have to wait to find out. But it was definitely a huge mistake. Anyways. Vinny, I've never seen this movie before, but I knew there was a sequel. But I also knew that the cast from the first one was largely in this one. And if you didn't listen last week, the reason why that would be concerning is because most of them die in the first movie. So I thought... Right. Whatever they did to bring them back is going to be stupid, and I don't need to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was right. Anyways, man, let's do this <laughs> fucking episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the good news is we, uh, if we wanted to cast this movie, uh, we only have to add like three, four new people to the cast, really. Yes, yeah, three. All right, so then let's just add these people. Uh, Phoebe Atwell. <laughs> uh, just Jenna Ortega in my notes. It is Jenna Ortega. The, so the Phoebe Atwell thing? Uh, yeah, that was the name of her character in this movie. Do you know why Jenna Ortega was originally famous? I only found out today. I assume it has something about do a nudity? I don't know. No. <laughs> no, she's only 20. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> no, she played. I like young... that record stricken from <laughs> the court, Your Honor. No, when someone her age, like young, is famous, I'm always like, it's got to be like a Disney or Nickelodeon show I don't know about. Oh, sure, or like TikTok nowadays. Yeah, yeah I was wrong this time. Okay, mm-hmm. apparently she played the young version of Jane the Virgin on Jane the Virgin. Nope. It's, uh, oh my god. Gino, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, it was a CBS show where, the, like, the w- woman gets pregnant even though she's a virgin, but it's because of, like... You know what? I've never actually seen it. I guess it's something <laughs> like I'm not that clear on like... how. It's not, it's not a miracle. I know that. Oh, I, <laughs> I do think it's funny that you're like, of course, you know, from that smash hit from a show that I've never fucking seen... <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty big hit on uh, on CBS for a while. What's her name? Gina Rodriguez? Am I making that up? Maybe. Oh my god, are you talking? That about... is absolutely her name. Yes. Oh, you mean <laughs> from Annihilation? Remember? Oh yeah, we have different opinions of her these days. <laughs> Why? What's your beef? Is she like an anti-vaxer and all that crazy stuff? I don't think so. Why did that come out recently? Yeah, yeah, she got booted off of the Mandalorian show. You're thinking Gina Carano. Oh, I am thinking of Gina, different Gina. 
And she didn't get booted off for being an anti-vaxxer. She got booted off for being pro-insurrection. Oh, okay. Well, you know, she probably was also an anti-vaxxer. Let's be honest. It's all in there. As always, Vinny's uh, grasp of character actresses' names, not great. No, not fantastic. Anyways. uh, Ortega, yes. Yeah, and we have younger, (laughs) younger Green Arrow's brother looking guy. Yeah, Green Arrow's brother. I don't know what. No, you're no, no, doing no, 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 no. But like the the younger teenage, like douchey, muscular dude. Yeah, I just call him douchebag boyfriend. Douchebag boyfriend. I just like think he looks semi like the uh, um, it's the Amels. There you go. I was like, what are the fucking last names? The Amels. As ever, I can't agree with you less. Oh really? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Then we have Husky uh, Latino friend. I just call him Spare Teen Nerd. Yeah, and then that would be the name for the other one, too, the other Spare. Spare Girl Teen Nerd. Okay. And then we have grown-up versions of the little blonde and the... uh... or Tween Nerd becomes Teen Nerd and Tween Neighbor becomes Teen Neighbor. That's how easy that is. That's how they transformed it. And the rest, because it's literally the cast from the other movie. Yep. Do I go through them again? No. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to fight you. Who cares? No, fuck it. Let's just do this. Go to the movies. All right. Mick G's back. My cat is currently on the stove trying to turn the burner on again, I assume. Wow. We might actually get this on audio of Jake's cat trying to kill him. Yeah. Joke's on her, though, because the burner knobs have been taken off. Because of her attempt last week to assassinate me. You're like, I've learned, you bitch. She's like just literally licking stuff out of my burners. It's disgusting. <laughs> I shouldn't be captivated, but I'm watching her do it. It's sickening and disgusting, but I can't stop watching. I can only assume she's going to die of some type of stomach uh, parasite. Anyways, uh... Vinny, uh, McGee's back. Do we want to talk about McGee? Not really. No. If you haven't heard, just go back and listen to our old episode. Hey, right, Vinny. Let's go to the movies. <clears throat> yeah, let's get there. Let's do it. Whatever. Rah, rah. Movies. Vinny? Since we did the original last week and we did the sequel this week, we're doing the sequel. My notes are back, baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> I... And you know what's going to be hilarious is the waning effort of Jake's like notes coming from like one original being like, ah, it's good to be back to now like the sequel being like, Oof, this movie There's sucks. Definitely times of this where I'd be like, oh man, a lot of people just talked for two minutes. They're like, eh, it didn't matter. It really, yeah, that's why I found myself. All right. You know what? Peel back the curtain. I found myself a lot watching the movie and being like, wow, they really are saying a bunch of shit that has nothing to do with the plot. I'm just going to look on my phone then. (laughs) There's a lot of this movie where it's like, do you want to know about Jenna Ortega's character's journey? I'm like, no. "No." (laughs) (laughs) I didn't care about the first character's journey. Why would I care about additional characters? Yeah. 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 They're like, oh, too bad, because we put a lot of eggs in that basket. All right, let's go, Vin, right? Set. Yeah, let's go. 
Netflix, Netflix could chunk. And then we're going to rewatch the last line of the last movie. Great. Yeah, two seconds of it. And then they're like, two years later. And I'm like, was not necessary. <laughs> You're going to find a lot of this movie trying to be cheeky and cute. And it's going to fucking swing and miss a lot. Yep. Nighttime. Crickets. Main characters who have gone through puberty. <sighs> Teen boy pours some milk and it turns red and overfills a cup. He falls down. Camarito is there. But now it's Green Arrow's brother. It's a nightmare. <laughs> in one way or a couple of ways, you know. <laughs> yep. And then there's voiceover, which I'm like, oh, no. Was there voiceover in the first one? No. Yeah, not a good sign. <laughs> I was going with the adaptation for that. Like, God help you if there's voiceover in your work. It's lazy, flaccid writing. <laughs> lazy and flaccid. Vinny, we find out that nobody believed him about what happened in the first movie. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I... <laughs> They immediately write this dude off like he's fucking crazy. Like, one of the freaking... I believe it's the same teenager that called him a pussy and tries, like, grabbing him and putting him in a straitjacket. Yeah, that's a little bit later, but yeah. I mean, like, the bully from the first movie saw some stuff. I don't... Like, <laughs> there were dead bodies. Did they just disappear? I don't believe that. No. I mean, maybe... I mean, with the devil, anything is possible, I guess. And it's like, oh, boy. <laughs> there was damage to the house that he didn't cause. They're just like, obviously, you chase the babysitter out of here and then stab the walls a million times. Obviously, you crash the car into your house and then we're like, I did it. I killed her. <sighs> T-Boy's lying down on a couch. Is he at therapy? <laughs> no, it's the same tired bit they stole from forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, the fact that he's in a pediatrician's office? Yeah, and then the guy he's talking to is like, this is one of those points where I'm like, do I need to write this down? Because it's like, he's a therapist, nurse, guidance counselor, and he talks a lot. And the guy that thinks he's Ron Funch is. Yeah, I did spend a lot of time being like, <laughs> Did they ask Ron Funches and he said no? Or do you think they were like, how much does Ron Funches cost? And can we lower that by 50%? Ron Funches almost, this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about a lot better with Ron Funches, man? I agree. <sighs> Basically... <laughs> The long story short is the therapist is like, blah, 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 you need to get laid. Yeah, which is like, I mean, when you're a teenager, that seems to be like the only thing that perpetually comes up floating to the top of your brain. It's like, everything would be better if I just got laid. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I Actually, spent too much time in high school thinking that then. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had decided on my own that, like, high school was, like, not a good time to have sex. So I was like, I'm not mature enough to deal with, like, any of the consequences of that. Meanwhile, little brother brought home, like, a million different girlfriends, so. 
Yeah, Vigo's plowing his way through whatever 14 or 15-year-old would have him. I was 15 and 16 myself. Don't creep Don't creep out the fucking listeners. <laughs> yeah, Vinny, I did. Wait. His laminated <laughs> copy of the Romeo and Juliet loss in his pocket. Anyways. Wait. <laughs> Pussers back with the volleyball. Some 90s girl knocks his book over. Teen neighbor is back, and she is old enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jake, you want to talk about, like, the, the clothing choices that, like, our main characters are wearing? He's got, like, a corduroy coat on, which really bothers me. He's got a corduroy suit, dude. It's like his fucking pants are corduroy, too. They're the same color. Do you want to also talk about, like, he's supposed to be a nerd, right? Uh-huh. This kid is really good looking. Yeah, absolutely. It, he's like objectively like a beautiful boy. So like, come on. He's a beautiful boy. <laughs> my cat's gotten tinfoil off my stove and is now just crinkling around the uh the floor. <laughs> the fact the fact I don't know that, how, like... but she became like the third character on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we want to know your cat's insight onto the show now. <laughs> you know what's amazing? It's like, while my wife's awake, she just sleeps the day away. <laughs> you think she's just putting on a show for you, then? <laughs> it seems that way. <laughs> she's like, finally, just the two of us. Check this out. So, Daddy, look at me. Dad, watch. <laughs> I'm going to set the stove on fire. Anyways... <laughs> Oh, boy. He's like, don't you believe me about what happened in the first movie? It's like, she should. Like, fucking yeah. tomorrow even came into her house and was trying to kill people. Yeah, the, that would be absolutely shitty and lazy, flaccid writing if they said that she didn't. She's, <laughs> well, <laughs> she's like, you're not supposed to talk about it. A lot of things happen that night. Just focus on the fact that we made out. <laughs> Then her dickbag boyfriend shows up. Then we get spare nerd friends as well. And then T neighbor's like, you're going on the trip we're all going on, right? And he's like, no, I don't think so. Vinny, now we're in English class. Jen Ortega and a mascot walk in in slow motion. <laughs> I laughed kind of like hard because like it was slow motion. And I'm thinking to myself, what is that? What if ever like the school mascot like come in to cheer on like a new student when they introduce them to their classroom? <laughs> yeah, as we know from the freaky episode, the mascot is usually a student themselves. Like, <laughs> imagine going to their class and be like, "You gotta get to the office immediately. There's a new student. You gotta suit up." And they're like, "God damn it! I'm just trying to learn about fucking biology one here." You're like, "I got AP Bio today. It's a test." <laughs> they're like, "Get in the fucking cougar suit!" Oh my god. I do like where the teachers just like give her a roar, and they all do like the thriller, like. <laughs> yeah, they're not that into it. Oh, Vinny. Ortega is instructed to tell the class three things she likes about herself. The screenwriter's like, sweet, I got a handle on this as a 50-year-old man. I like snakes, and I'm like, decent start. Rob Reiner, uh-oh. Yeah, not good. And being a teen mom, 
And then she goes on a very long, very long rant about how excited she is about bringing a child into this world. But then she, like, no, because she first says that she was on the fence about it at first, but now she's considering keeping it. Yes, because of all their cheerful faces or something. Yeah. It's something that's supposed to be outlandish, but, like... It comes off as trying too hard. Yeah, I'm just like... Trying too hard to make her look like a quirky, like, independent girl, because then after that she's like, I'm boiling over with so much excitement that I can scream! Yeah, that's exactly what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And I just gave a big John Oliver cool to it. (laughs) I fucking love Chick, let's talk about John Oliver. <laughs> He's great. I saw him do stand up once. It was awesome. It's quite possibly like, you know, the greatest like treasure to be dawned on us Americans. Alright. Best daily show correspondent. Now, for me, it's Colbert first, of course, then John Oliver. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta go Steve Carell from the early years. That's very early. Very, very early. Then I'm a Samantha B man myself. Yeah, I you know what was what's the what's the name of her show? Is it Samantha Knows Best? I can't remember. I or is think it just the Samantha B there with Samantha B. Possibly, possibly. But I mean nothing nothing trumps um tonight last week. I mean that show is it's good shit. Uh-huh. Anyways, moving on, Vin. Teen oh. Nerd seems scared. Teen neighbor seems intrigued. Then Jenna Ortega tells a football player to move and eats his yogurt. The teacher says she's a crazy bitch because the screenwriter has no confidence in his abilities. <laughs> Can you imagine a teacher actually says that out loud to one of their students? You's a crazy bitch. And it's just like, you, you can't say that to me. It would be extremely, yes, inappropriate. It is just the other side of the, like, I like her coin when screenwriters do that because they're like, I need to make sure that the audience is on, is where I need them to be on this one. I I don't think I'm following there, McGee. You're like, I said she likes Rob Reiner and she screamed. Was that enough? The teacher's got to say she's a crazy bitch. <laughs> At home, the teen nerd's parents are talking about medicating it. She overhears. Mm. Their pitch is, listen, these drugs aren't forever. Sure, you'll probably be on and off dozens of them. Yeah, I mean, it's something that I I had a little bit of history in in fourth grade, so I know what that's like. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yours was Ritalin, right? (laughs) It was. And you tried selling some of my pills, so... Yeah, try. I didn't succeed. <laughs> Anyways, he FaceTimes with teen neighbor's cleavage later. She notices his jerk lotion and tissues by the bed. And she's like, that's, barges- that's a massive bottle of lotion you got there, buddy. And he's just like, my dick gets really dry. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't have that problem when I was a teenager. You pretty much cranked that thing all day. I mean, I'm an older man now, so, like, it needs a little loving care, <laughs> bud. You gotta coddle it a little bit, just, like, let it know, like, you're on its side, you know? It's like, we've been through war, buddy. 
Yeah, I mean, like, when you're 17, as long as you give it, like, a 30-minute break, you're good to go. Yeah, nowadays, it's just, like, you touch it once, and you're like, I guess I'll see you again in a week or something, buddy. <laughs> you got the open boxes on your week where you're like, two more times. <laughs> that's your problem. You have a child, so I definitely understand that that's, that becomes a lot more of an issue. What are you saying? I I don't want to listen. Let's move forward. Okay. Marina barges in and thinks he's interrupted some cyber sex stuff. Teen neighbor bails. Marino's like, are you guys involved? I mean, like, it's kind of how the first movie left off, right? He's like, no, she's not interested. Teen nerd reiterates to his dad the first movie happened. His dad says, sure, but doesn't believe him. <laughs> Marino tells mom the next day that he's still delusional, so they're taking him to the funny farm tomorrow. The next morning, Teen Nerd finds the brochure. He brings the brochure to Teen Neighbor. She tells him he needs to get out of town to get less crazy. What do you think about her diagnosis, Finn? I mean, that often does not work. People, if they need help, they need help, so... Yeah, wherever you lug your broken mind to, there it is. (laughs) Yeah, Remember? Listen, we did that with Let's Scare Jessica to Death. (laughs) Worked out great for her. Her husband cheated on her and then got turned into a vampire. 10 out of 10. Would go again. (laughs) All according to plan. Who's Jessica? (laughs) (laughs) She tells him to go on a trip with her. She has her dad's car. His meds fall out of his locker. He's embarrassed, but she says everyone's on shit. Then we get a little montage where it points out everything everyone's on. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, what's new girl on? Jenna Ortega. She's like, I don't know, but I heard she killed her parents. Vinny, given what actually happened, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's like... Um, it's, it's such a fucking stretch. I mean, like... Listen, later, I mean, she blames herself for, like, said actions, but it's just like... Come on. Like, what? Like, I forgot my bunny and then my babysitter <laughs> got a head-on collision with my my parents. You're like, right. So, like, were you driving? Because you were, like, six or something, right? It's like, oh, no, God, good good Lord, no. And be like, oh, yeah, no, you didn't kill your parents. So what are you talking about? Yeah. Hey, Jake, you want to talk about how this movie's trying to be, like, flashy and cool? By, like, putting, like, imagery or, like, emojis, like, on the screen as things are going. So Yeah, because when they were showing the drugs, they all, like, flash up in text underneath them. They show up, like, an RX, like, you know, labels yeah. for everyone. And then they go to Jenna Ortega's and it's just a bunch of question marks. <laughs> she's, a, she's a crazy bitch, as a teacher told me. <laughs> Ortega opens up her locker and finds a bunny with a key. That sends her into a momentary flashback. There's a secret message. So secret, we don't get to read it. Not yet. Ortega's making a flipbook drawing later, and T-Nerd gets caught peeping. Yeah, do you want to talk about what it was? It has something to do with Picard, right? Yeah, it's Picard that looked like a vampire that was... It looks devou- like Nosferatu. Yeah, that he was devouring a xenomorph? Yep. You did it. Reference, 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 reference. (laughs) Great job, movie. That's better than ideas. 
He's called in front of the class and immediately falls down because his shoelaces are tied. Then his take on the Faust lifestyle is no more. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wrote a note that made myself laugh. Go on, say it. His take on Faust is no more corporate handouts. Lift yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> I put on paraphrasing. <laughs> but he's basically. Because what he really says is, like, if you're just handed something, you're not going to appreciate it. Be like, so no welfare for you. Be like, whoa, (laughs) T-Nerd. Yeah, hold on. Wait, wait, whoa. T-Nerd is informed that his parents are here to pick him up. And then T-Neighbor says, meet me in the parking lot. (gasps) Which shall it be? He gets to the car with T-Neighbor immediately. (laughs) Yeah, they do the, the blue pill, red pill. That's what she says. He looks down one hallway and it's blue. The other one's red with her. And I'm like, God damn it, movie. It's not cool. <laughs> yeah, and then later they do the uh, that song from the, the latest Matrix trailer. You know, the one pill makes you smaller. They do. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know, the most annoying people in the world are obsessed with Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, those movies suck. All right, he gets in the car with T-Neighbor. They do a Thelma and Louise pose. Dickbag boyfriend and spare nerds get in. Marino and Mom go to the neighbors to look for son. They get into a very long argument that was obviously ad-libbed. <laughs> Here's something, Vinny. <laughs> this, how long is this movie? Oh, this movie's longer. This is an hour and 47 minutes. Right, the first movie was an hour and 25 I feel like Camarino said, I'm not going to come back unless I get more screen time. And they're like, okay, well, like, maybe we just, like, let him, like, ad-lib and, like, he'll figure it out. He's a funny guy. It doesn't work. No, it does not work. It was a, a terrible, terrible mistake. Yeah, so, like, he knocks on the door. The mom's like, why don't you ring the bell? And he's like, it didn't work the last time I was here. And she's like, what? When were you here? And he was like, I came over. And then she's like, oh, did you smoke pot? And he was like, I might have smoked a little. And then she's like, is that when you tried to do the sex thing? And then he opens the door. I literally just actually did all of it. <laughs> well, yeah, because the sex thing was the butt stuff, she said. Yeah, imagine instead of that taking 15 seconds, it took three minutes. And you're like, just shut up. <laughs> just let the scene play out. Shut your fucking mouths. Huh. <sighs> All right, they talk to neighbor dad, and he's like, my daughter is DTF. Ditches Thursdays and Fridays. <laughs> I don't think you understand what that means. LMAO, my friend. <laughs> neighbor dad induces about dickbag boyfriend, and mom's like, do you know where they might be? And he's like, no, I'm not into that. And then she's like, but your other baby's missing, and then points to his uh, empty parking spot. Suddenly, they've got his attention, Vin. Yeah, his car is updated now. Now it's, like, blue with flames all over it. Yeah, it's, like, an equally, like, tragic divorce dad car, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so we're, like, playing along, like, you know, a lot more with neighbor dad. Things aren't going well. He's a lot more scraggular. Like, he's got, like, longer hair, a full-on beard. Yeah, he's leaning a bit further into it and realizing he'll never have a life partner again. 
That's tragic. Yeah, he promises to fuck both parents if his crazy if their crazy kid fucks his car again. What are we saying? Are they trying to get him into doing butt stuff with them? He better smoke pot first, man. <laughs> At the convenience store, T neighbor apologizes for the other kids riding with them. T nerd's like, thanks for believing in him. I guess. Yeah, she hasn't really proved that she's believed in him in anything. Yeah, she was just like, ditch out on your responsibilities and come on a trip with me. <laughs> I mean, you know, clearly he's got the mindset of Teenage Vin did, so it's like, don't care, boobs, 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 boobs. She says, you're my best friend, Zone. Then she puts heart glasses on him, kisses his cheek to completely emasculate him. <laughs> you might as well just hear like a clank and like a lock because his penis has been put in a cage. Finny, the clerk looks like a stripper for some reason. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just like, can I buy, like, can you get anything else? Yeah, like, then she uh, upsells him some Magnum XL condoms for a hundred bucks. <laughs> well, yeah, because she convinces him. He's like, I'm not going to need those. He's like, of course you are. She's like, listen, she wants you, dude. And the Magnums, because of course you have a monster cock. Everyone can tell. What'd she say? She says it's like the fucking JC Penny's like equivalent of like diamonds to women. When you bust out a fucking Magnum cock. Thought it was like Cartier. Oh yeah. Faye, <laughs> we're at Lake Como or something like that, some desert lake. Yeah, where the fuck are we filming? Where is this? California, I think. California. Jenna Ortega. Yeah, here we come. No, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how that song went. No, that's from The Wizard. There you go. Jenna Ortega gets out of a semi. Oh, yeah, I get it. (laughs) Get those power gloves, everybody. Jenna Ortega gets out of a semi and says, I'll be sure to to let them know that Large Marge sent me. Reference, reference, reference. We're so cool. <laughs> I've seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I'm not like other screenwriters. <laughs> All of them have seen it. Every single one. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, I've got nothing. <laughs> oh my god, I have no personality. It's almost like all I have is these references. <laughs> I'm not like other people from the 80s. I like little movies like Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Beetlejuice, Back to the Future, Ghostbusters. You know, the movies that don't get a lot of light, and it's like, I mean, they're like... <laughs> it's like those, are big, those are the biggest ones. Everyone saw them. <laughs> she immediately gets on a jet ski and heads off. Teen Nerd's flip phone has no service. Teen Neighbor is having a great time. Teen Nerd says, I don't belong here. I'm wearing a corduroy jacket. Yeah, in the middle of the fucking desert. He wants to head back to his crazy high school, but she's like, you need to stay and have fun. He tosses his meds in the lake. I don't know why that was convincing. Yeah, I don't know. Then Jenna Ortega shows up from hitchhiking from a trucker. No, I already said that bit, Finn. You missed the whole thing. Oh, that she jumped on the jet ski and was like, peace. 
Yeah, the whole bit with Large Marge, we already talked about it. Oh, fuck, my brain just shut off. I could just give two fucks about this movie. I'm so sorry. Move on. Yeah, we cut to a cop asking the parents for a picture of their kids and car, respectively. Marino is hoping for some Orwellian surveillance system to find him. The cop's like, if that existed, my girlfriend's infidelity wouldn't have caught me so off guard. Well, fair enough, man. <laughs> Those wounds are still pretty open for him, I guess. <laughs> 20 minutes into this movie, I'm like, what's this guy's story? Because yeah. better than what you got. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Like, what? How'd they found out with the surveillance? Where did he fuck? I mean, like, see, like, did he fuck her against, like, the front of, like, his house with the ring camera still on? I mean, like, that's a big problem. <laughs> no, no, Vinny, the surveillance didn't tell him. That's the problem. Oh. <laughs> she found a soft spot in the zone coverage. <laughs> <laughs> the cop is off. The mom is going home. Marino is staying. He's instructed not to get high. <laughs> Hilarious. I hate this fucking movie. Anyways, at the lake, we get a bust-a-move mic drop. In the boat, they're playing two minutes in heaven. Teen nerd and teen neighbor match up and go in the closet. Spare nerd boy asks dickbag boyfriend if he's okay with this. Teen nerd is no threat to him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously. We get a, I want to know what love is mic drop. So again, it's like they spent all their money on music. It's a lot of sure. money. It's a, it's a lot, a lot of fucking money for, like, these couple of seconds for these songs. So they make out pretty heavy, and she lets her hands go south, too, which I'm like, damn. <laughs> oh, they just rub it up against his corduroy pants. It hurts. <laughs> just, get, just get in there. It won't take long. It's like 45 seconds we're out, I promise, I promise. Alright, so uh, Space Nerd Girl doesn't want to play. Oh, it's Spare Nerd, not Space. Space Nerd Girl. Like, what? Jake Spare invented a new movie. I wish. <laughs> it's called, what, Astronaut Camp? No, I don't know what that one is. Anyways... Spare Nerd Boy asked T-Nerd, he's like, you went crazy, right? T-Nerd isn't supposed to talk about it. They keep bugging him, but T-Neighbor tells him to stop talking about the Devil's Book and Blood Cults. T-Nerd's like, I never told you about the Devil's Book. Yeah. She's like, no, you totally did, you totally, you, 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 you brought it up. You yeah. brought it up. You just don't remember because you were like, you know, all about like making out with me and whatnot. Remember when I almost touched your dick? You should probably think about that right now. And he's like, oh, yeah, no. Wait, no. I never told you about the devil's book. And then she's like, okay. I guess I'll tell you how I know about it. Because I signed my name in it. Then she puts a hook in the spare nerd girl. Yeah, she like tears her trachea out with it. Yup. That's right, Vinny. They did tweet neighbor real dirty in this one. I did, yeah. They, like, basically took, like, her cute, like, you know, partnership with, like, the fucking, uh, with the teen, and they're like, well, nah, let's give this dude no hope, and make sure he doesn't get laid. Also, sort of, like, important in the first one where he, like, he, 
is sort of mistrustful of her for a second, and she was like, just because One Samara girl. Weaving is yeah. evil doesn't mean all women are. And this movie's like, they are, though. <laughs> McGee, who hurt you? I just want to like, I don't like women. I am a misogynist. <laughs> or did you not notice through the Charlie's Angels movies I've created? <laughs> All those women independent? I think not. <laughs> They're under my power. I wrote them. Yeah, then we find out Spare Nerd and Dickbag Boyfriend are part of the dastardly plan. They want to take his blood. The plan was for him to take his meds and pass out. But then he tossed him in the uh, lake, so... She must have, like, when, when she saw that, like, arcing in the sun towards the lake, but, like, fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, fuck, damn it. Then some other crazy nerd, like, grabs those pills to get high off of it. <laughs> He's just like, what's going on? I just stopped having intrusive thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, all the QAnon stuff I was reading doesn't seem to make sense anymore. He's sitting at the edge of the dock, like, what is life now? It's like all the lights just turned off. <laughs> Vinny, Green Arrow's brother shows up and Black Teen and Bella Thorne. But she has a hard time climbing through the window. I didn't mind that. Yeah, that was kind of funny. And hot. The dead... <laughs> yeah, it's both. It's both. It's, yeah. The dead teens are back. But they have to finish the ritual by sunrise. Bella Thorne says, let's fuck him. Up. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's, that's, when, <laughs> that's when the teenage boy's like, I knew it. They dropped his corduroy pants. <laughs> He's like, here we go. <laughs> if I must take my How many eyes. magnums to a box? <laughs> if I must, I will sacrifice for the grade of good. <laughs> Yeah, so essentially they're dead, but they're back, and they have to complete the ritual by dawn. That's the long and short of it. Yeah, they made a pact with the devil for it, I guess. What do you think of that, Vin, as a device to bring them back? It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's fucking stupid because they didn't go into any detail about the fucking book or what the rules were in the first movie. Which yeah. is fine. Yeah, I agree. It's fine that they did it in the first movie. However, if you're going to make a fucking sequel and you knew you were going to make a sequel, then you probably should have written some fucking things to help you bridge yourself into the sequel. They did it. It's just lazy, shitty writing. Yeah, and they're like, well, the babysitter has to come back. (laughs) It's literally the otherwise. The, why is it called that? <laughs> it's literally the title of the movie. Oh, don't worry, Samara Weaving shows up. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> she was <laughs> not there long enough to sit in hair and makeup. Let's put it that way. <laughs> All right, they argue about tying him up, and Bella Thorne's like, "Let's just kill him. We just need his blood." <laughs> Asian teen comes out of the kitchen with cookies. T-Nerd has the hook, and he's trying to Cause, fend them off. Because that's her personality. In the, they're like, like let's, let's take the, like, what's the number one thing that we could take with us to this movie with Asian Girl? Well, she's crazy, and god damn it, does she like making those cookies? Yeah, it's like, 
<laughs> when something's an accidental accidental hit like the first one was, and they're just like, well, we have to like break things back from the first one, but they just kind of do it haphazardly because they're like, I have no idea what you liked about it. Was the cookies like the cookie part? I mean, the cookie part was funny. <laughs> But she kept saying cookie. Smart weaving the way she says she's like cookie. It's like you're putting too it's many K's in there. Yeah. Cookie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. So the gang's all here. Yep, and then Jenna Ortega walks in. Teen Nerd's like, I knew you were part of it, because you're a crazy bitch. She's like I have obviously walked into the wrong party. Good day. <laughs> I do enjoy that. She leaves, and T-Nerd throws a hook at Bella Thorne's face, and it hits her, let's say broadside, not like hook side. Then he rides a slide on this boat down onto Jed Ortega's jet ski. Sure. <laughs> they take off, and Green Arrow's brother misses hitting him with the harpoon. I guess also before this, when he's like swinging the hook at him, Green Arrow's brother is like, yeah, you're trying to stick up for yourself, just like I taught you, buddy. Yeah, so he does have like this weird like brotherly connection to teenage nerd. Yep. I told you. I told you that's like what his thing is. He may be a psychopath, but he's got like a bond with him. Is it consistent writing? No. <laughs> Goodness, no. Well, so that, <laughs> so that harpoon misses, it does hit, like, the front of the jet ski. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's why the gas is leaking out? Correct. Okay, I definitely didn't notice that, but when they light the gas on fire later, I was like, why'd that happen? Oh, well, <laughs> please, Jake, you know, at least give us some detail for our audience here of how fucking stupid it is. <laughs> All right, Nerd and Ortega get to shore. She asks for exposition. This will be helpful for those of you who didn't watch the first movie. <laughs> yep. Ortega reveals that she likes Terminator 2, but wants to leave now. And he's like, you like Terminator 2. And it's like, oh my God, one of the most popular action movies ever. <laughs> you like that? I think the question should be more or less like... <laughs> You've never seen that? It's just like the end of fucking Happy Death Day, where he asked, you're like, you know, like Groundhog's Day. She's like, nope, never seen that. And he's like, what? It's literally everyone in this planet has. That kind of shit. Well, that kind of shit works. She wants to split up, but he says Bear Gorilla says to stick together. I guess. I never watched that show. I, I did, and then she says this, the greatest slide where she's like he fuck bear grills spent like his nights at holiday inns with his fucking camera crew <laughs> it's literally what happened <laughs> he had spent a single night in the fucking wilderness they just fucking would tape him out there and then they would like they go crash at fucking holiday inns and shit sweet gig if you could get it yeah they look through T-Nerd's pockets for supplies. He only has massive condoms. <laughs> Jenna Ortega's like, all right, they're like... Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, no, thank you. You got nothing else, horse cock? Because, like, that's not going to help. <laughs> I do enjoy some of the things that Jenna Ortega has said in this movie. <laughs> T-Neighbor lights up the gas trail from the jet ski. 
It goes across the lake and blows it up. Sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> this is the part of the movie where it's just like full on fucking Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah, it turns it literally turns into a cartoon from here on out. You're like, you want me to accept that like if you toss a match into a lake with gasoline, it'll light it on fire all the way back up to the jet ski and blow it up. You're like, absolutely. And like, and the people standing next to it won't get harmed. Nope, not at like, all. Why would they? They're the main characters. Jake, haven't you seen Free Willy 2? I can say, uh, yeah, I luckily have not. <laughs> That's good. There's a moment where the fucking surface <laughs> is on fire in the water, so. Does Willy have to jump over a ring of fire? Yes. Worth it. <laughs> we gotta see that. <laughs> Bonus episode. <laughs> All right, Vinny, Ortega and Tina take damage, but she leaves while he's on his back. Don't they all? <laughs> she hikes up some rocks into the darkness. Heavy breathing. Rocks. Some night birds. She finds a guy playing the deliverance song on a banjo. Seems like it's time to approach him. Yeah, not good. Not good. She asks this guy for a ride. He was like, sure, but my wife's getting firewood. So take a seat. On the log, next to me. She agrees reluctantly, but he tells her she's shaking. She needs to warm up. On the rape log, a little closer. <laughs> He's like, go on. Don't be shy. He's like, what are you doing out here alone? She's like, no, I'm not alone. T-Nerd's down on the rocks, so... uh, Hey, man, what's your wife going to be back? He's like, oh, no, she died years ago. <laughs> A bunch of red flags suddenly have popped up. They're like, so, you know, if Jesus come back, they say the dad will walk, but... <laughs> I mean, like, if I had to bet, probably not today. He's like, I learned that from, you know, the Walking Dead show, because clearly that he looks like the kind of person that would watch that stupid show. <laughs> it's not in a bad way. It's not like that. <laughs> He's Am like, I saying me- that most people who watch Walking Dead are rapists? Maybe. No, and I'm not saying that when Jesus comes back, there'll be zombies. No. <laughs> anyway, he's, he's like, give me the smooches. But T-Nerd's down below him, tying up his shoelaces. Then he like, gets on the log and it's like... Oh, are we making s'mores? I love s'mores so much. Here I am, nervous talking to distract you. <laughs> then Ortega and T-Nerd run away. Banjo rapist <laughs> falls over because his shoelaces are tied. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> Finn, are you sitting at home being like, why is this happening? <laughs> yeah, of course I am. Because this had nothing yeah. to do with anything. Vinny, are you familiar with the term save the cat? No. It's a thing that screenwriters do in order to get you on the side of the main character. Now, for Jenna Ortega to trust him, he must save her from a rapist. That's what they've decided. <laughs> they were like, why would this cool hot girl like this kid? Be like, is like the only thing I can imagine is someone's about to rape her and then he stops them. Just like, why? But I mean, why like, would you imagine that? You, they're like, it's the only reason girls liked me in high school. I'd be like, bleh, bleh. 
literally have people chasing and trying to kill them. You couldn't have, like, utilized, like, him, like, doing a sick move to, like, save her from one of the people trying to kill them? That's right. Instead of bringing a spare rapist in. <laughs> well, we just had him, like, on the coast. He actually was a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept intruding in shots. Then eventually he got some live stuff. We were like, it's too good to get rid of. We never turned the cameras around after we tripped him. <laughs> We just left him out there to die in the desert. What a bummer. (laughs) All right, Asian teen shows up with the flamethrower. Lord knows where she got it from. She lights the rapist up, saying, silence, rapist. That's good That actually happens. That's not me, bit. Which is, like, probably a gift that I would use anytime Deshaun Watson would say something. Can you believe Ben Roethlisberger retired? They just gave us another one. <laughs> I thought we were done. <laughs> Silly me, you're all out of rapist quarterbacks. Here's your replacement. <laughs> it's like Ben Roethlisberger, a true monster. Only like what three, four women I think came across and said he was trying. <laughs> <laughs> only, only three. You know what I mean? One's a lot. <laughs> That's true. No, but I, I'm just saying on the grand scheme of like Deshaun Watson, we're like 23 women, and we're like, oh yeah. This dude's mega rapist. I mean, yeah, no. Ben Roethlisberger is the B.J. B. Armstrong of rape, while Deshaun Watson is the Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, boy. Anywho. What is this episode? Teen Nerd steals rapist car and runs over Asian teen. She goes crunch, but I mean, like, they're dead. Like, what is this supposed to do? I mean, you know, the lady in Creep Show 2 thought. Try doing the same thing, so. Yeah, I don't know about that. Then he drives her into a rock and some, like, sheet metal knocks her head off. No. I no, guess... surfboard. It was a surfboard. That makes less sense. <laughs> so it was. It was a surfboard. <laughs> no, I believe you. That's just dumb because it wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> a surfboard's not sharp enough to, to cut a head off. Trust it could me. be if it was the Silver Surfer surfboard. <laughs> I don't think he got up to a lot of beheading in his travels, man. <laughs> That's true. He's more As of a the beat. Herald for Galactus. I didn't think he was like, hold on, I'm going to chop that dude's head off. Here we go. Ooh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the only way I can feel. <laughs> okay. I mean, the Satan teens are making their way. This nerd and Ortega hide under the car. Great spot, guys. I know. <laughs> Teen neighbor has more cleavage now because she's evil. I'm not kidding. That really happens. Yeah, she's wearing like some sort of like. She's wearing, like, this top that's, like, a leather top with, like, the frillies, like, it's, like, Native American and, like, the shortest of shorts. Yeah, and, like, with the real industrial strength push-up bra. (laughs) (laughs) She finds a cookie on the ground and says, Asian teen has failed us. (laughs) (laughs) Can we say teen? I don't even know if they're teens anymore. They make fun of them for being old, so... 
Yeah, but like you don't age in the afterlife. <laughs> okay, they were too old to begin with. I mean, let's be clear, and this is five years later. So they were just gonna call him age appropriate <laughs> Asian, yeah, like early thirties Asian. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Living a responsible adult life, Asian. Anyways, has failed us. <laughs> a rattlesnake is under the car and crawls up Teen Nerd's pants. He's freaking out. Seems reasonable. You could die. Yeah. I. <laughs> Meanwhile, Chad Ortega's like, shut your stupid mouth. She's like, is that a snake in your pants? Or are you happy to see me? And he's just like, it's literally bit my penis. You know what would have been a great bit is if the snake crawled up there and then just got stuck in a condom. <laughs> That's where the magnum comes. It would have fit. Listen, Jake, that's brilliant writing because I don't think the magnum shows up for anything else the rest of this movie. Right? That would have been great if he just like took it off and hit it like wet. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that snake trying to bit off too much (laughs) more than it can chew, you know. As all inhabitants of a magnum do. <laughs> the snake lunges last second, but Ortega grabs it. The Satan teens hear and surround the car. Spare T nerd reaches under the car. The snake snake bites at him, so he jumps up into Dickbag Boyfriend's arms. This is also more cartoon stuff because like now evil teen Yeah, evil teen neighbor is like the the uh the, the main evil character and, like, her henchmen are, like, fucking doddering nerds. Oh, so it's kind of like Power Rangers. Yeah, she's you know, like, will you stop wasting time? <laughs> like Rita Repulsa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Ortega and T-Nerd are on the move to the cabin in the woods. Which is a better movie. Bella Thorne is tired of chasing T-Nerd. She has high heels on, so she's like, I'm gonna go sit down on this rock. You, Green Arrow's brother, Black, early 30s, go fetch him. <laughs> they agree because she's hot. Seems reasonable to me. Well, alright. I mean, listen, Bella Thorne tells me to do something. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. She hot as hell. Let's be real. <laughs> Ortega thanks Teen Nerd for saving her from the rapist. See? <laughs> Save the cat. <laughs> then she says, this isn't the worst day of my life. I've seen people die before. So is he. The people chasing them. I think he's seen more people die. I feel like it's not like we're trying to, like, you know, high score or anything. Yeah, but he's fucking killing it. No pun intended. He asks if everything happens for a reason. She's like, no, it's all meaningless. He's like, that's bleak for an expected mother. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot, dude. <laughs> so she's like, no, I was making that up, dummy. Nerd. Marino is playing some VR, vid. Neighbor dad lights up a bog for him. He says it doesn't count if I'm the one lighting it. <laughs> Dad's doing pot. That's a crazy thing for 1965. I mean, it's the fucking modern age. Are you kidding me? It's literally legal. Everyone's fucking doing it. Everyone. 
Can you imagine if they had a whole wacky bit about like a dad drinking a beer? <laughs> I think something like equally scandalous in my view. Jake, <clears throat> are we living in an era where we do these movies where it's just like <laughs> to go to like the next step instead of like you know, people smoking weed for it to kind of come off as bad. It's just like, now it's just going to be people hanging out doing heroin. <laughs> it would take on a pretty different tenor. They're like, all right, it doesn't count if I'm the one putting the needle on your arm. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Camarino, you got to get out of there, man. He was like, oh my God, all my troubles are just melting away. I literally feel like I'm floating. Hey, man, you see that movie or that TV show Breaking Bad? It's like, I'm going to melt it to the floor just like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's official. My brain's broken. I'm just like Scottish drunk movie. Uh-oh. Train spotting. Train spotting. Oh yeah, there you go. The Camarito wakes up in his own puke, so. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. The cabin is Ortega's family. He's like, it's cool you wanted to come to this place just to hang out by yourself. Is it? Yeah, what? <laughs> they get jump scared by a bunny. Bella Thorne shoots it. And she jumps down <laughs> off the rocks and the earth shakes. What? I don't know. I do think it's pretty funny. <laughs> this scene with Bella Thorne actually had me kind of laughing. <laughs> Finny, then she shoots a deer in half. <laughs> and she's like, you're like, what? Who gives a fuck about Bambi? Yeah, it's pretty wild. Then she starts shooting indiscriminately at the rocks. Yeah, she's she like nerds. doing this thing I like to call punch shooting. <laughs> yeah, <or> she, <laughs> she's kicking that like fucking elbow out as she shoots each shot like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> as if like if you weren't doing the motion yourself the bullets wouldn't go <laughs> I know <laughs> the bullets don't go unless I punch <laughs> I gotta give it a you know a start can you imagine guns worked like that if you tried to shoot one without moving your arm and it just like dropped on the ground boosh <laughs> boosh <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on. <laughs> Got it. I imagine some fucking, like, some sort of sci-fi has that mechanism built in for their weapons. That'd be sweet. Then a teen nerd pitches her on a different story. Hot journalist saves kids in the canyon. Because that was, like, her whole deal. Oh, you know fuck, Jake. You know what? We forgot something. Yeah, they do the whole flashback with, uh... When Samara Weaving meets them for, like, what their dreams were. These are signing the book. Two second clips. Yeah, they're, like, really not worth it, which is why I didn't write them down. Dude, like... Except for one later. Because, like, like, for the Asian one, she's just, like, she's a mortician, like, painting a body. Hmm. And Samara Weaving's like, come with me. That's it. Yeah. Bella Thorne is literally trying to be a news anchor. And she says, I forgot what she says, but she like bombs the interview and she tries to tear the set apart. 
you know, she like basically gets up on the desk and starts throwing a tantrum. And I'm like, ooh, sexy baby. (laughs) (laughs) And then Samara Weaving wearing an unconvincing wig shows up in each of these scenes. (laughs) And again, is never in the same room as the other people because... She definitely gave them one day of shooting, and it's not when anyone else was available. They probably couldn't pay her enough. At this point, after she did Ray or not, it was like, she's like completely unapproachable for contract. Yeah, maybe she was shooting like that G.I. Joe movie that no one saw. Oh. (laughs) Somebody get my babe some work. Come on now. She was at, what, Snake Eyes, maybe? Oh, God. All right. She pretends to be into it, and then she shoots a rock, and it ricochets into her breast. And she's like, no, not again. (laughs) Team Nerd and Ortega escape through, let's call them some 127 hours rocks. Yeah, I was thinking the same exact thing, except way (laughs) worse. Thor tries to, but her breasts are too big, and they trap her there. Forded by my big, beautiful breasts. Ortega and Nerd grab her ankles and yank her down, ripping her body in half, and then a boulder falls down on the legs. (laughs) And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, really, like, I saw the first one, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah, this is, uh... Well, I believe this movie's taking mescaline. <laughs> oh, boy. Green Arrow's brother is here, and he starts swinging at him with an axe. Mm-hmm. Ortega tries to shoot him, but she's got no bullets. T-Nerd puts a stiletto in his back, and then he kicks him in the nuts. And he's like, <laughs> you found my dick this time. I did laugh at that, too, though. <laughs> That's a good callback. It's the first one. Or he's like, how'd you miss it? It's so big. It's also like, the dick's not what hurts when you kick there. No, it's your balls. <laughs> yeah, man. If you said I got such massive balls, it would definitely take out a different meaning. <laughs> like, Shit, dude, you get those checked out? <laughs> They're so swollen now. Yeah, like, that, that could be a real problem. There's any number of things, you know? He's like, I didn't think of that before. You know, I was talking to the devil about it before he told me to go back up there. He's you get like, an ultra, <laughs> you get an ultrasound on those, man. It's just, just like the same thing they do for pregnant ladies, but like balls. So they're like they'll get it down there, and like to put the jelly on. It's real cold. Then it goes like. <laughs> I hope they don't press your balls hard like they do if they have to put it on your freaking side when they're looking for your like gallstones. <laughs> They're not that channel. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> you. Maybe they find something like real minor. Though. <laughs> like barely worth commenting on. Within the last couple of months. Anyways, they escape to a boat. The owner comes down to the docks. They ask for help. <laughs> He gets stabbed through the middle by Green Arrow's brother. We see a flashback. This is the only one I wrote down. Uh, 
Because in his flashback, he's working at a fast food place with no shirt, but with the name tag still <laughs> attached to him. Yeah, the lady's giving him, like, shit, and she's, like, moving on about, like, her complaints, and then it finally turns into, why are you not wearing a shirt? Yeah, and then Samara Weaving's like, do you want to kill people? And he's like, it's my greatest dream. <laughs> why are people he- gotta, like, you know, like, hassle fucking... <laughs> Green Arrow's brother. He's such a handsome man. <laughs> I don't know. This turns into Green Arrow's brother doing a random Forrest Gump impression where he's like, Jenny. Oh, that's the book. Yeah, which then he's like, huh, you guys remember that song, Jenny? Which gives the kids the uh, code for oh the boat to unlock it. And I'm like, this shit is exhausting, old man writing this. Because he's like, you remember Jedi? And then it does the fucking music video. Yeah, which is insane because it's like, isn't this movie for teens? Yeah. None of them are going to know what the fuck that is. Someone who was born in, I don't know, let's say 2005, gives a shit about Forrest Gump or a song that came out 40 years ago? No. <laughs> I was imagining like a movie in the 90s being like oh yeah <laughs> don't you know that Glenn Miller orchestra number <laughs> like what <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about oldest person alive Jake you know one of my co-workers one time when I was trying to like quote lines from fucking mall rats he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, mall rats. You never see mall rats? He goes, no. And I'm like, it's happened. It's finally happened. I feel, I feel ancient now. <laughs> I mean, they don't even have malls anymore. For <laughs> <laughs> That's how old that is. A fucking chick of like deteriorating. I, f- I feel like every, every course in my body is like is drying out like go to the store to get comics why wouldn't i just put it on my tablet <laughs> well yeah what's that name of that comics with an x or something i'm a marvel unlimited man anyways are you really oh i didn't know that <sighs> as they drive the boat away he just hops on the tube in the back because like whatever that's what this movie is <laughs> a tube in the back <laughs> Just pumping out fucking shit. Just yeah. Ortega kills the boat. And he's coming up towards it. She's got silly string, and he's like, "That's silly string." <laughs> Classic. She's like, "It's flammable." <laughs> yeah, but he falls right in the wire, so it's not like it really affects him. Nope. But as he falls in the wire, the rope does get entangled with the uh, the motor on the boat. So T nerd turns it back on. Green Arrow's brother gets sucked into the engine, spraying blood all over them. It was done better in us. It was done better in us. <laughs> they really set up that boat in us, is the thing. And fucking shit's great, especially because the boat dies and then it runs on its own every once in a while. <laughs> Man, I wish we were watching us. Anyways, back to this fucking movie. Black adult watches from the shore 
15 neighboring crew arrive. Black Adult isn't happy. Is happy he wasn't killed first in this movie. It's like, wow, this is progress. <laughs> Spare teen nerd and dickbag boyfriend are like, uh, this was really supposed to end quicker than this. Like, we got invited to an escape room tomorrow, so we're out of here. And then Spare teen nerd blows up. This is also a part of the movie where I'm like, wow, so they watched Ready or Not, huh? Ah. <laughs> uh... They're just ripping off everything that was cool from other things. Like, don't rip off other better Samara Weaving movies. Yeah, shit. I remember when that scene happened in that movie, I fucking nearly fell out of my seat laughing so hard. <laughs> Classic. Check out a Ready or Not episode. It's I don't know if it's a good one. It's a one. I think it's good. I mean, the movie itself is awesome. Yep. Teen neighbor tells dickbag boyfriend he doesn't get it as he bursts too. Adult teen is ready to stay. Teen neighbor has a satellite phone. Plan B isn't just a pill she takes on Saturdays. Yikes. <laughs> she calls home and tells Marino and dad neighbor to pick them up. They're on the way. Teen nerd and Ortega do some not believable bonding over his love of stars. Or yeah, he's like, allow me to explain how much I like stars. And she's like, oh my god, I've never been wetter in my life. Yeah, it, it's one of those kind of moments where somebody like really has like massive interest in one thing. And they just keep going on and on. And like, yeah, on the other end, you're just like, I don't fucking, I don't care about any of this. And I'm like, yeah, buddy, yeah, totally. Uh-huh. Yeah, constellations. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, they're just kind of hitting those screenwriting bits here where they're just like, you know, like, he saved the cat from a rapist. That would be a crazy way to save a cat in a movie. But That's going to be like, in the next Cats movie, Jake. Needs to reveal unexpected depths. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles, the sexually pushy cat. Brow. <laughs> <laughs> Memories are what I'm trying to grab without consent. This then when Rub Tub Tucker comes in to save the day. <laughs> that fucking Rub Tub Tucker, he's crazy. <laughs> Bonus up? <laughs> yeah, if we're gonna do it though, we're gonna actually watch the Broadway one. <laughs> Huh. He's like, what is your dream in life? And she's like, it's thematically tied together backstory. <laughs> because this is Alice in the Rabbit Hole. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fucking spare me. <laughs> Finny, teen neighbor and adult black, black adult are in pursuit on the boat. She's doing a very exaggerated leg pose. Let's call her post like sexy George Washington crossing the Potomac. <laughs> That's such a triumphant fucking painting, too. <laughs> but you ever wonder what it would look like if it was a sexy babe? <laughs> like fucking Margaret Thatcher. I do now. <laughs> like Margaret Thatcher on the front of it instead. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Harriet Tubman. There you go. Dave, you got to slow down because we're about about to hit the bonus level. Oh, okay. Ortega nerd are at the cabin. It's abandoned. Teen nerd has to pee. He grabs a face. Ortega turns around and covers her ears. Then she sees something. (laughs) She shouts to get his attention. And he turns around and pisses all over her face. Some freaking home is real excited. Yeah. What? Yeah, he says, so he explains to her before he pees in there, I'm a shy peer. I get a weak stream. You got to turn around. Also cover your ears. I can't have you hear me. And she's on board with like this. And then when he turns around, that piss almost hits her like a laser beam. <laughs> yeah, then she's like, weak stream my ass. And he's like, okay, turn around. And she's like, no. I mean... <laughs> well, first, here's the thing. A, a normal human being. And Jake, I, you know what? South Park covered this on the PP episode. <laughs> he straps someone down to pee on them. They just get enraged. But Jenna Ortega... She's okay with it. Yeah. And to make sure that you fucking prudes at home don't have an issue, she says it's sterile. As if that's the biggest issue with peeing. It's not like it doesn't smell good. (laughs) Let me tell you something, gang. Pee stays, that that pee smell, it stays on you when it hits you in, in, in a large amount. This is coming from little brother who got really drunk once, peed in a bush, and then fell in that bush. It's like, yeah, skunk spray is fucking sterile too. It doesn't mean I want it all over me. Mmm, <laughs> give it here. But yeah, like she's like with piss dripping down her face, like, oh look, there's a trap door I just remembered. <laughs> she's like, come on, give me a kiss. That any movie takes place after this happens is wild. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that? Like, we're not going to talk about the fact that I just peed all over you? <laughs> I'm just... I'm watching a sequel of a movie, right? Like, it was pretty fun, the first one. It wasn't, like, that outlandish. And they're like, what if the main character pisses and Jane the Virgin's baby face in this one? Like, what? (laughs) You gotta slow down. They're like, Greg the pervert, I thought we fired you. (laughs) He's like, I keep sneaking back in. (laughs) Jake, I heard that he went down the hall when they were trying to write the Avatar 2 sequel. And he's like, but you gotta have that giant climactic. Where you know a lot of that stem they got on the back of their heads or whatever. They actually pee out of it. Then they just start peeing on each other. They're like, no. And he's like, I. What if Sigourney Weaver's a teenager? They're like, that could work. <laughs> he's like, then they just piss all over. <laughs> oh my god, like, Greg, you done it again. So look for that. You know, at the end of uh, Avatar Two, me and Jake have the inside. Is all of those uh, blue alien creatures going to pee all over Scorty Weaver? <laughs> Anywho, she reveals a trap door. This is her special place where she takes boys who pee on her face. 
<laughs> Teen neighbor has a plan outside to wait. Marino is taking Black Velvet in the car when neighbor did. Again, I'm just thinking of other better movies with this actor, so I'm like, right, it's that bit in Wet Hot American Summer where he sings until he crashes into a tree. That's amazing. <laughs> Chicken, Mom it makes, calls. It makes sense now. It makes sense why Ken Marino got... That he got signed on for this. He's got a deal with Netflix. I wish. Well, they did because the <clears throat> great Wet Hot American Summer had the TV show and whatnot, and I think he was on the show. Yeah, both iterations of. <laughs> yeah, so that's probably why they called them. They're like Netflix is like, you need someone. We got Camerino here. Anywho, the mom calls. Marino tells her they're getting the kids. She wants to know if he smoked pot. And dad neighbor hangs up. She's Jake, but she, <laughs> Hi, Jinx. she says, did the pot. Yeah, I mean, like, as if that's not a tired bit in itself. Yeah, but Jake, come on. Like, like a funny adult that doesn't get it, right? Yeah, like. Did the pot. Right. Because she's 45. She's never smoked pot. <laughs> did the pot. Parents just don't understand. Yeah, maybe you don't have ancient men right like movies for teenagers. <laughs> Ortega puts her buddy at the table. She lost him at six, but he was in her locker with the key to the house with a note that said, it ends tonight. I thought they were going like, to go into that song, you know, it ends tonight. Because <laughs> they've been doing that a lot in this fucking movie. <laughs> I thought it was like evil ends tonight, but they just crossed off evil and put it. <laughs> Ashes on the outskirt, like looking for the Necronomicon. You know, because like Samara Weaving's got it, apparently. <laughs> Finish, she gets up close in his grill and he gets nervous because she smells like piss. <laughs> then they make out while her face is, and I'm not kidding, covered in piss and blood. <laughs> covered in his piss and blood. Oh, they're gonna get so much fucking diseases from this. Fiddy, do you want to talk about what happens next? The fact that Jenna Ortega and the nerd fuck? Right, but how is that conveyed to us, the audience? It's not. No, it is. Because we get a dance scene intercut with that making out with disco lights and they're like, damn, Joe Bonnie. Oh, that's what that. Oh, intercut with a bunch of sexual in- innuendo, like a hot dog going into a bun, or the train going into the tunnel. You know, piss going into the face. <laughs> that would have been a wild and progressive callback for the be like he busted and it, he just showing and pissing in her face over and over again. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just imagining losing my virginity to someone that smells like blood and pits. <laughs> just every time they kiss, they just taste like someone's seminal fluids. <laughs> Tastes kind of like copper and, well, pits. Tang? Like, it's my favorite drink. <laughs> 
I'm never going to be able to drink another drink the same. I need you to pee and bleed in this. You know what's worse is it set this kid up for the rest of his life. He's going to need to piss on girls he fucks. Well, he's going to cut them first, and then he's going to pee on them. <laughs> nope, I tapped out. I'm all done. I submit. <laughs> the dads have arrived, Vin. Teen neighbor says teen nerd was going all crazy again. She sends Marino in by himself. Ortega's like, you're a good kisser. And he's like, I practiced with the girl trying to kill me. Actually, a lot of girls I like are murderers. She's like, that reminds me of my stupid backstory. Flashback. A Jeep. Bunny. Car crash. She says she left the bunny behind, so it's her fault they died. <laughs> that's no murdering. Yeah, no, that's like some lame fucking shit. And, like, <laughs> then, like, Teenage Nerd gets, like, real, like, cry on my shoulder type, like, you're incredibly brave. You know, you're the bravest person I've ever known. Before that, though, Vin, he says, I can't say it's your fault, but I can't say it's not, it's not your fault. Good job hedging, buddy. Maybe she'll just think what she wants and still touch your dick. She's like, he's kind of a dick, but he's also honest, and I like that. He's like, you're the strongest person I've ever met. Like, hold this thing, he's together. Like, come on, that had to do it. <laughs> It's also like, you met her two hours ago. Do you mean because she powered through piss on her face to fuck? I mean, listen, if you can meet a woman in your life that will, like, you know, totally accept you for peeing on her face, I mean, you probably should marry that person, right? And you know what the worst thing is, man? The rest of my life when I see Jen Ortega, I'll be like, there's old piss face Ortega. <laughs> Yeah. Just like Jason Biggs is the pie fucker. It's just like, there's yeah. old piss face. Piss face Jen Ortega. You know what? Now you, the audience, will see it too. It's sterile, she says, as she guzzles down her third glass in a row. Easy there, fucking. What's his nuts from Dodgeball? <laughs> Ripped <her hand>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> necessary is it necessary to fuck with piss on my face <laughs> no but i do it because it's sterile and i like the taste <laughs> nailed it oh. marino calls them up ortega thinks it's a trap like the t-1000 see she watched it <laughs> Marino's like, it sticks a piss up here. <laughs> it's not better down here, Dad. Yeah, now it smells like, you know, a third awful smell. He's like, I was actually just putting a fresh coat on. <laughs> he fucking pissed on her face. <laughs> You can't act like it's normal. It's not normal. It's not a normal thing to piss on a girl's face and then fuck 15 minutes later. You can't tell me that's just the way you lose your virginity. It's nonsense. 
It's like some fucked up penthouse letter. It's not just a normal teen thing. <laughs> anywho. Anywho. Oh, we're so close. <laughs> It's what he says when he finishes to get on the water. I'm reloading. God. <laughs> Anywho. Oh boy. Ortega says, let's just stay down here for an hour. Teen nerd says, if it's a trap, Marino is in danger. Then Ortega reveals there's hunting supplies down here, but no code to the safe. Never mind, this fortune has it on the back. Glad we wrap that up quick. <laughs> Why we even write this fucking line? T Nerd emerges from the basement with a crossbow. We get a flashback of <laughs> Black Adult's rap audition that failed. <laughs> he's incredibly tone deaf, but he's selling it. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> T-Nerd shoots Black Teen. Then he runs up and trips on a rug. I guess it's adult. <laughs> Black adult. Yeah. Black adult grabs a machete, but that knocks a deer head on his face and gets impaled. Well, at least he made it to the end this time, buddy. Yeah, he was the last one. T-Neighbor is inside. T-Nerd says she's part of the cult. Ortego throws a machete at her, but she catches it. Neighbor Dad says she's grounded after <clears throat> everybody leaves. Then she cuts his arms off and kills him. Yeah. Well, first he compliments her from catching the machete. He's like, nice catch, baby. That's amazing. But you are so fucking grounded. Then she was like, guess what else is on the ground? Your arms. <laughs> T-Nerd and Ortega go separate ways and kiss. Marino finds T-Nerd in the hills. They hug and Marino hits him with a sedative. Ortega and T-Neighbor have some awful repartee when they beat. <laughs> then they have a video game style fight complete with health bars. Ortega gets the drop on her, but teen neighbor pulls a knife on her neck. Marino is charging his car down the street while his son sleeps in the passenger seat. And then teen neighbor is tying up Ortega, setting up Satan shit. She tells Ortega they have a lot in common. T-Nerd is also pissed on her lovingly. <laughs> She's like, wait, what? She's like, smell my breath. They're like, oh, I know that scent. It's Mountain Dew and not nearly enough water. We called it the turkey game. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> the fuck does that mean, man? I know how turkeys look up when it's raining and all their mouth open. You're trying to make me have a heart attack. <laughs> T-Nerd. <laughs> Hold it together. T-Nerd wakes up and manages to, to uh, lock the door. He pots some coffee, which immediately counteracts the meds. He just, like, guzzle, 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 back to normal. My God, it's like speedballing. He gives his dad a boring speech about strength through adversity and then drives away, pulling the charger out. 
the IMD trivia for this movie is like, you can't drive away a car if it's still connected to the charger. <laughs> okay, nerd. <laughs> like, fuck you, Chevy Volt. <laughs> <laughs> teen neighbor tells Ortega she's perfect bait for teen nerd. Again, he just met her. Why does she even, like, occur to her that they might have be in love already? Maybe it's just because, like, she knows the character of, like, the teenage nerd where it's like, yeah. I mean, like, I did it to him years ago, so. Yeah, that's dumb. Teen nerd <clears throat> calls teen neighbor's sat phone and asks where Ortega is. Neighbor tells him, then tells Ortega she's not prettier than her. <laughs> I don't agree. <laughs> yeah, teen nerd gets there and sits down on one of the chairs. He's like, take my blood, baby. But... We're waiting for... Oh, no. Why? Did your notes, like, absolve themselves? I think I accidentally deleted something. Oh. <laughs> I skipped it. <clears throat> okay. That's fine. That's fine. Everybody comes back. They, like, get lit up in the chairs, and then right. we get... Everyone who's died already is back, and better than ever. Yeah. Except for the ones that abandoned. They're gone forever. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know how the ritual works, they need the sacrifice, and then they need the blood of the innocent. Right. So they have the sacrifice blood, they need his blood. All right, we're going to resurrect. They're all back. Asian teen, black teen, Green Arrow's brother. No, but Bellator. they're not teens. <laughs> okay, well, they're adults. I mean, they're supposed to be teens. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. He pissed on Jen Ortega's face. Let's get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, piss face Ortega. Oh, piss Anyways. face Ortega. <laughs> but we're waiting on one last arrival. Yeah. It's Samara Weaving in green screen with a terrible wig. Yeah, she's coming through the water. Ortega recognizes her and was like, that was my babysitter too. Oh, the babysitter. <laughs> wow, that's a fantastic name for a horror movie. She's like, I thought you died the night of the accident. Oh, boy, it's going to be some bullshit. Yeah, we're going to have to really, like, shorthand this shit. Vinny, do you want to reveal to the audience what I texted you, like, I don't know, about 20 minutes into this movie? <laughs> you basically, like, ousted the fact that, like, the ending is more or less that Weaving is going to help out te the teen nerd. I was like, it's going to be some Darth Vader shit, right? Yeah. And I, I basically was like, Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen enough things. Granted, <laughs> they catch me off guard like so much piss to the face Although, sometimes. But... Yeah, <laughs> that definitely was not something I was expecting. <sighs> Anyways, we see Samara Weaving was the one driving the car, and she made a deal with the devil to live. Sure, whatever. Mm -hmm. Teen neighbor cuts the blood. The dead teen... Oh, wait. No, she takes the blood from fucking what's-his-nuts, and then they put it in the chalice. Yep. The other teens drink from the blood chalice, and then nothing happens. Then Bella Thorne pukes up some blood. Then they all do. And then Weaving's like, eh, he's not so interested anymore. <laughs> Green Arrow's brother's like, what? You fucked in the two hours we've been out here? Ugh, much respect, bro. <laughs> he's like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> he's like, does that girl smell like this? <laughs> But uh, no matter, he bursts into flames. Yeah, turns out 
you know, the innocence thing is kind of a thin line, because maybe he didn't fuck her, but he sure did piss on her, so. Yep. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, you lost your virginity? He's like, nah, I just pissed on her face. They're like, oh, you sick, bro. You <laughs> sick. Gross. Oh, yeah, you're no innocent. You're a fucking freak. Oh, he pissed on her. He kissed her, too, with the same piss face. <laughs> You can taste your own piss on your lips. <laughs> Why are you just shooting your mouth and drinking like a goddamn chimpanzee? Oh, you god. fucking freak. <laughs> oh, God. I drink the blood of a fucking sociopath. Anyways, <laughs> Weaving cuts the kids loose and we found out Weaving set all this up. <laughs> Great. Weaving, it turns out, sold her soul to save Ortega. Sure. Yeah, and then this is a long, convoluted plan because Teenage Nerd apparently fits into this plan, too. Kind of. <laughs> we also see that, like, she she set up Teen Neighbor, baby, yeah. like, don't you want to be an influencer? That's like, but... We, so this is, like, demon entrapment? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, by the way, while everyone's puking and, like, starting to light up, that's when fucking Killer Queen song comes up. Sure does. All right. Teen Nerd's like, how would you know that me and Ortega would fuck? She's like, I wasn't sure, but more flashbacks. Too many flashbacks. (laughs) I am at the edge of the universe. I see nothing but flashbacks. I was formed in flashbacks. When I die, only flashbacks will mourn me. Marino shows up. Weaving tells him he raised a fine young man. (laughs) He tried to kill him. (laughs) She tells the kids to take care of each other, then goes to drink the blood. Tina doesn't want her to go before she drinks his piss, too. (laughs) All she does is lick Jen Ortega's face. Then she drinks the <laughs> Then she drinks the whole piss face Ortega. <laughs> then she drinks the chalice. Then she does ET figures with Teen Nerd. Flashback. Then she evaporates into smoke. Marino's like, oh shit, you weren't lying. What a dick I've been. <laughs> Teen Nerd is happy, he believes him, then he spins Ortega around. I imagine just dousing Marino with piss. Then he gives her a big old smooch. At school, T-Nerd has sunglasses and he's talking to the nurse. The nurse is like risky business reference. Was it necessary? No. No. But it's over! (sighs) Vinny, you selected the movie this week. Falls upon you to ask me the eternal question. Please proceed. Jake. Yeah. Did I scare you? No. (laughs) Did I annoy you? I didn't like it, but... He pisses on that girl's face (laughs) and I'm never going to forget it. Yeah. Now we have a nice tagline. I can't wait till one day Jake is just kind of roaming around New York City. You know, like, doing his, like, you know, normal whatever Jake does around in New York City. And then he sees Jenna Ortega, 
And he goes, oh, hey, it's Piss Face Ortega. <laughs> and she flips me off and says, it's sterile. <laughs> you got me on that one, boo. Listen, sometimes when you pick a shit trash movie, you get gifts like this. <laughs> you know? And it's like, was the whole entire movie worth it? Absolutely not. But that one like moment right there, I'll treasure that forever. <laughs> It's so unnecessary. She could hear him pissing. Why would she interrupt? <laughs> yeah, all she had to do was like uncup her ears. <laughs> Just wait ten more seconds. He's really holding that piss in, I guess. Oh boy. Finny, did it scare you and no. did you like it? No. No one no. Yep, no one knows. Strike two. No and no. Get the fuck out of my face, McGee. Finny, they do a thing at the end where the the book is still on the desert, so they're like, maybe more? And I'm like, not in your life, my Hindu friend. (laughs) Monorail. The Simpsons monorail. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Ma. The mob has spoken. (laughs) It sure has. I hesitate to ask this based on what happens to this movie. <laughs> you were any... <laughs> if you were any character in this movie, what would, who would you be? I'd be the teenage nerd. Finny, why? Because I'd like to piss off no, 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 no. Real answer, please. <laughs> I alright, if I was if I was the real answer, oof, I guess I would be the chubby <laughs> other like teen demon. Okay, why? Because I too am terrified of snakes and would probably jump into someone's arms if I was in contact with them. Alright. I am also him, but because I would be more excited about an escape room than like demon stuff. <laughs> You're like this demon shit's boring, I'm out. <laughs> You're like, oh, maybe there'll be a trap door at the and I won't have to get pissed on in the face to get to it. I've only done one one escape room and I had a blast with it. I want to do more. Yeah, couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> Giffable moment. You tell it's me. Again, blast yeah, in the you face. Tell, yeah, you tell me. <laughs> and I would just put underneath it in text, piss face Ortega. <laughs> piss face Ortega. Or it's sterile. <laughs> I see it 10 years down the line, like, congratulations on your Oscar. It's sterile. <laughs> Holy shit, we're sickos. <laughs> no, we're not. We didn't write it. <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking freaks. <laughs> you make me sick. <sighs> All right, Vinny, do we have any mail for this week? No. All right, if people did want to mail us, where could they do so? You could do so by emailing us at our email at disbypod at gmail.com. That's disbypod at gmail. And if instead they want to reach us on Twitter or Instagram? Our Twitter is DISYPOD, and our Instagram is Did I Scare You Pod. 
Okay, then. We are now getting to the point of the week where I will select a movie for next week. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for something a little more challenging, something a little better, maybe something equally disgusting, honestly. Okay. <laughs> sure, sure. We're going to keep it very modern, though. This is a movie that came out in 2022, Vin. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, as as close as we get here. Actually, you know, on yes. the on the fading the fading breath of 2022. Vinny, I saw a trailer the other day for a new Baby Cronenberg movie. Oh, okay. And it looked good, and I was excited, and it made me decide it's time to go back to Papa Bear himself. We're going to do David Cronenberg's latest, Crimes of the Future, starring Viggo Mortensen and Kristen Stewart, available on Hulu. Oh. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard of this movie. Oh, right. No, it came out this summer. You definitely were aware of the trailer, because I sent it to you at one point. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. It's going to be fun to talk about. <laughs> As most, like, you know, David Cronenberg, like, movies are on this, uh, this podcast. Maybe we should just do nothing, but this is all David Cronenberg. This is all Cronenberg movie podcast. We've done a lot of them. <laughs> we have. Uh, we haven't shortchanged the man, I'll say that. Oh, for, you know, people who have just gone on board with us and getting to know us, yeah, we're big old fucking Cronenberg stands here. Both both Papa and Baby. Yeah, if you want to hear some of our earlier episodes on Cronenberg, we did some on The Fly, uh, Scanners, The Brood. Was there one more? There's one more, right? For Cronenberg? Which one? Papa? I can't yeah, I can't remember. I don't think so. I don't remember another one for Pop. Oh, 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 uh, um, I do remember. It's with, um, oh, shit. <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue. Why can't I think of it? It's you give like... me anything? <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it, you know, like the snuff film thing and like. Oh, yeah, Videodrome. Yeah, Videodrome? Videodrome. Right. Yeah, that one. Then of course, Baby... I would say this one is closest to Videodrome in in uh, style. So oh, that's cool. That's I mean, you know, Videodrome made absolutely no fucking sense whatsoever. But uh, <laughs> it, it, strap it, de- it, <laughs> it definitely had some breathtaking visuals. That's for sure. With the uh, you know, what's his face is freaking stomach pussy. <laughs> Yeah, then you might want to lock your phone in a box during this one, or else you're going to get left behind. <laughs> All right. I promise, I promise I will turn my phone completely off when I watch this movie. <laughs> All right, please watch along at home if you can. And I would like to thank, as always, Rebel Escape Pod for letting us use their song Monster for our intro and outro. Check them out on Spotify. You have been listening to Did I Scare You? I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. I am his co-host and America's littlest brother, Vin. And, hey, thanks for the ride, lady. How you doing, lady? Thanks. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Never need to fear Steps so blind